الله وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن والاه اللهم زدنا علما وارزقنا فهما يا رب العالمين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله All praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the creator of the heavens and the earth Salutations upon his messenger, his prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam his companions, his family, and all those who will follow me until the day of Qiyamah. Last week, we have given a description of the Ibadul Rahman, some of the characteristics of the servants of the most merciful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and we'll just very briefly recap, وَعِبَادُ الرَّحْمَنِ الَّذِينَ يَمْشُونَ عَلَى الْأَرْضِ هَوْنَ وَإِذَا خَاطَبَهُمُ الْجَاهِلُونَ قَالُوا MashaAllah, everybody is listening. Qalu Salama, he says, and the servants of the most merciful Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they are the ones who walk on the earth honan, with humility, with dignity. And they walk in a manner where they do not show any arrogance and pride. And we've discussed what Luqman, the advice that Luqman has given to his son. وَإِذَا خَاطَبَهُمُ الْجَاهِلُونَ قَالُوا سَلَامًا And when the foolish person addresses him with, with words that is not befitting, with ugly words, how do they respond? Qalu salama. They respond in a gentle, in a meek, mild way, subhanallah. They do not react. Because they know the hadith Rasulullah says, when a person attacks you, he character assassinates you. If you keep quiet, the angels will defend you, subhanallah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all away. So there is no need for us to put our blood pressure up and get excited when someone attacks us. Say, Qalu salama, respond with gentle and mild words. The ayah goes further and says, وَالَّذِينَ يَبِيتُونَ لِرَبِّمْ سُجَّدَ وَقِيَامًا And they are the one that spend the night in qiyam and sujood for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then we cited the ayah, تَتَجَافَ جُنُوبُهُمْ That they, they forsake their bed, subhanAllah. As I've mentioned last week, that the winter months are coming and fajr is later. So it's easier for us, inshaAllah ta'ala, to make some time for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Get up earlier and make tahajjud. It is said that when a person really wants something from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, listen very carefully, when he wants and he desires something from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whether it is worldly benefit, whether it's for the year after, and he really wants from the bottom of his heart, and he is not prepared to get up for tahajjud, that is, this is a clear indication that he does not really want that from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because he cannot even make that little effort to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when everyone else is asleep. When he can have a private conversation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes further and says, and we've mentioned, this is Surah Furqan, verse number 61. We mentioned with Surah Furqan, verse 61, for those who want to follow. وَالَّذِينَ يَقُولُونَ رَبَّنَا صْرِفْ عَنَّا عَذَابَ جَهَنَّمْ And they are the ones that make dua, Oh Allah, save us from the fire of Jahannam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes further and says, وَالَّذِينَ إِذَا أَنْفَقُوا لَمْ يُسْرِفُوا وَلَمْ يَقْتُرُوا وَكَانَ بَيْنَ ذَلِكَ قَوَامًا And they are the one when they spend in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for any religious cause, in any good cause, or whenever they spend their wealth, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them, they do not spend it extravagantly. They do not waste money. And we've discussed this last week, that extravagance will differ from person to person. 
And when they spend on the family, they are not stingy when coming to spend on the family. As I've mentioned the hadith, anfiq yunfaq ala expend and you'll be spent upon. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes further and says, وَالَّذِينَ لَا يَدَعُونَ مَعَ اللَّهِ لَا آخَرِ And they are not those who call unto other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They do not associate any partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When they ask, they ask of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala directly. And then we end off where Allah says, إِلَّا مَنْ تَابَ When a person... He does all this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is eligible for a punishment. Allah says, إِلَّا مَنْ تَابَ Whenever he has done anything wrong and he commits a sin and he takes tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, فَإِنَّهُ يَتُوبُ إِلَى اللَّهِ مَتَابَ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is willing and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is off forgiving to, to forgive that sin. Today we will continue inshaAllah ta'ala with the sifat of the ibadul rahman, the servants of the most, uh, the servant of the most, Merciful that which which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَالَّذِينَ لَا يَشْهَدُونَ الزُّورِ And those are the ones they do not attend. They do not find them in gatherings where the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is happening. Some of the tafsir says that they do not give false testimony. They don't give false testimony. They do not speak lies about others knowing that these things are lies. They do not spread falsehood, subhanallah. How quick when we hear a rumor. Today, a rumor, before the rumor is even complete, it's already on Facebook. There's already a tweet going around. We do not even verify when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu in ja'akum fasiqun binaba'in fatabayyanu. Why do we not practice this, the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And Allah says, when any person comes to you with information, with news, fatabayyanu. Pick up the cell phone. Tweet someone, is this the truth? The moment we hear something, a rumor, whether it is false or not, subhanallah, it goes viral. Immediately we spread the rumor. We do not check if it is authentic or not. But this is not the quality and the characteristics of the Ibadul Rahman. They do not spread any falsehood. Rasulullah was sitting with his companions and he says, Ala unabbiukum bi akbaril kabair. Should I not inform you of the gravest of sins, the one of the major sins? Rasulullah sallallahu the companions rather, then answer, Ya Rasulullah, bala, indeed, inform us, tell us about it, of course. If Rasulullah had been standing amongst us and tells us, should I not inform you about this and that and the other, how would we have responded? Indeed, Ya Rasulullah, similarly with the companions. Rasulullah sallallahu goes and says, Ashirku billah. To associate any partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As we know that the person commits shirk, associating partners with Allah and he dies upon the shirk, he will never ever smell the fragrance of Jannah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from shirk in all his forms. No matter how we try to beautify it, name it different things, shirk will always be shirk in the eyesight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Stay away from shirk. Let us have our tawheed. Ikhlasan, sincerely for the sake of Allah. When you ask, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. So Rasulullah said, One of the gravest sins is to associate partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then he goes further and says, And this is for all of us. Rasulullah says, And to be disobedient, respectful to our parents. وَقَضَى رَبُّكَ أَلَّا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا إِيَّا وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَنَ Allah said that he has decreed that we should worship none other than Allah. And what comes after that? Salah, Hajj, Tajjid, وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَنَ Right after being 
that our tawheed, that our ibadah should be for Allah immediately. Look at the importance of this verse and be dutiful to one's parents. Subhanallah. To be dutiful to one's parents. And when you are disobedient to your parents, no matter what, we always have things to say about our parents. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save our tongues. But they are the people that has looked after us. So when we show disobedience to, this, to, to them, this is one of the gravest sins. Rasulullah goes further and says, and this time the companion describes this pictureless, he was reclining, he was sitting back when he was saying this. He was reclining. Then he sat up. And when a person, when you relax and now you sit up, what happens? Something serious I'm going to tell you. And he says, Allah wa qawlu zur. Allah wa qawlu zur. Allah wa shahadatu zur. And to bear false testimony. And to speak lies. And to speak falsehood. And to bear false testimony. And to. The hadith says that he continued to repeat this so much so that we wish that the Prophet has kept quiet. So he continuously said, and do not spread falsehood. Do not spread falsehood. Do not spread falsehood. We should get this attitude of spreading lies about people when we know even it's not true just because of the fun of it. We get a kick and subhanallah, we love these rumors. We hear something ugly about our Muslim brother. We rejoice subhanallah, the eyes should tear. When we hear something about our Muslim brother, we should conceal it. We should stop it, nip it in the bud. Rasulullah says, whoever sat on a Muslim, whosoever protects a Muslim's honor in the dunya, what are you going to gain by spreading falsehood in another person's life? And you haven't even checked up. Be that man. Be that real man and a real woman that will actually nip it in the bud. Then you are a man. Then you are a real woman. An upright Muslim. You will be amongst the Ibadur Rahman. People come to you with lies. Nip it. I do not want to hear it. On the day of Qiyamah, I will stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I do not have time for this. The hadith says, whoever conceals the fault of a Muslim in the dunya, Allah will conceal. And we all have faults. We all have mistakes. We all have a little skeletons. Sometimes, sometimes we even have an ummah of skeletons. Subhanallah. In our cupboards, in our closets. So when you conceal another person's faults, Allah will conceal your faults in the dunya and in the akhirah. Subhanallah. Don't for one moment think that your skeletons will not come out. As someone has spoken bad, and this is the rule, when someone comes and speaks bad about you, rest assured, he won't think twice to speak bad. If someone comes and speaks bad about someone else to you, rest assured he'll do the same when he meets someone else speak bad about you. Nip this in the bud. Ibadul Rahman, they do not spread any falsehood. وَإِذَا مَرُّوا بِاللَّوِّ مَرُّوا كِرَامًا Allah says, and when they pass by, when they pass by these evil and these disobedient places, they pass by with dignity. dignity. Ibn Kathir rahimahullah ta'ala, listen very carefully. It makes me wonder why Ibn Kathir rahimahullah ta'ala mentions this hadith. He says, مَنْ كَانَ يُؤْمِنُ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ Whosoever believes in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the last day, this he mentions after commenting on this verse. فَلَا يَجْلِسْ عَلَى مَائِدَةٍ يُدَارُ عَلَيْهَا خَمْرٌ He says that a person who believes in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the last day, it is not befitting of him to sit at a table or at a place where wine, intoxication and khamr is being served. And how many times do we not find we have the issue? Yes, but the food is halal. The wine is on the other side. 
Exit he with my family. What does the hadith says? It is not befitting of this person to sit at a place where wine is being served. Whether it is around you, whether it's further away, whether it's at the next table, but I'm not drinking wine. What does Allah says? They do not even attend these gatherings, the Ibadul Rahman. And you know what? They always have the excuse, but they Alhamdulillah, we are so blessed in Cape Town particularly. You have many, many other options. Why do you have to go for the most doubtful option? What does Rasulullah says in the hadith? Stay away from the, the doubtful matters. But we enjoy and we rejoice. We want to go to that very extreme. When this is the limit, we want to justify. It is halal friendly. MashaAllah. Halal friendly. No. The Ibadul Rahman, the true servants of Allah, they even give that up for the sake of Allah. He gives up his lists for that piece of whatever he's listening for, for the sake of Allah. Man taraka shay'an minhu. Whosoever leaves anything for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will grant him better insha'Allah ta'ala. So it makes me wonder why Ibn Kathir brings this hadith here after commenting on the verse where they do not attend gatherings where falsehood and evil is being spread. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us to be amongst the Ibadul Rahman. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes further and says, وَالَّذِينَ إِذَا ذُكِّرُوا بِآيَاتِ رَبِّهِمْ لَمْ يَخِرُّوا عَلَيْهَا صُمَّهُ وَعُمْيَانًا That when the verses of Allah, the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioned to them, لَمْ يَخِرُّوا عَلَيْهَا صُمَّهُ وَعُمْيَانًا They do not give a blind eye or a deaf ear to it. They do not give a blind eye or a deaf ear to it, which means they do not turn away. They take heed when the verse of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is being recited and the message of the Quran. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in another verse, إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الَّذِينَ إِذَا ذُكِرَ اللَّهِ وَجِلَتْ قُلُوبُهُمْ That indeed the believers are those who, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioned, when the verse of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioned, wajilat qulubuhum, you find that their hearts tremble out of the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mentioned last week, how many a times did we not listen to the Quran and we start, we find ourselves teary. This is the power of the Quran. This is the power of the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah says when the verse recite to them, they do not give deaf ears to it, they hear. What does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have to say? What message can I get and obtain from the Quran? So Allah says, they do not give a deaf ear, nor do they turn a blind eye. وَإِذَا تُلِيَتْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتُهُ زَادَتُمْ إِيمَانًا And when the verses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is recited to them, listen carefully, زَادَتُمْ إِيمَانًا It increases them in iman. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of those. Beautiful ayah. Insha'Allah, ending over this ayah. وَالَّذِينَ يَقُولُونَ Most of us know this dua. Tell you the meaning of it now. And the best thing about the, the Arabic, that sometimes you know the dua, you make this dua, mashaAllah, sometimes you don't know what you are saying, but you make this dua because you've learned it. But Allah, next time you make this dua, and I'm sure many of us know this dua, we'll know what it means, and we'll buy heart it, and we internalize it, and we look at this verse differently. Allah says, وَالَّذِينَ يَقُولُونَ رَبَّنَا هَبَنَنَا مِنْ أَزْوَاجِنَا وَذُرِّيَّاتِنَا قُرَّةَ أَعْيُنْ وَجَعَلْنَا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا It's a dua. Who makes this dua? The Ibadul Rahman. 
The Ibadur Rahman, this is amongst the du'as that they make. And oh Allah bestow upon us, subhanallah, from our wives, from our spouses, our husbands. Who of us makes du'a for our wives? Who of us makes du'a for our husbands? We have issues, and we all have issues when we get married. We don't go and make du'a, Ya Allah, rectify the situation amongst us. Ya Allah, please love amongst us. So this dua that they make, oh Allah, grant us from our spouses. وَذُرِّيَّاتِنَا And our offspring, our children. How many of our parents? We as parents, we make dua for our children. We are always quick to say, you are this and you are that. And all these little things we say. But how many of us, how many, how many parents? Goes on the musalla and makes dua for, Ya Allah, grant him the best. Grant her the best. And what is the best? The Jannah. The obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So amongst the dua of the Ibadul Rahman, that they make dua for their spouses. Spouse means here, male, husband and wife. It's a spouse. And our offsprings. Cause them to be the qurrata a'yun. The comfort, the coolness to our eyes. Just mention one thing on the side here. Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala mentions, this mentions, he said that when a person cries, there are two types of tears when a person cries. And this is how he's deducted this. He says when a person, you cry either when you are sad, or you cry when you are, or happy. You can also have tears of joy. Heard the statement, tears of joy? So Ibn Qayyim Ta'ala, he says when a person is sad, check his tears, his tears will be warm. It's just an observation that is made. And he said when a person is happy, the tears will be cool will be cold. Hence he says, Qurrata a'yun, the coolness of our eyes. Subhanallah. Look at that deduction that is made. That Allah makes us the cool. When we cry for our children, we don't cry the tears of sadness. We indeed, but we cry the tears of joy, which is the? The Qurrata a'yun, the coolness to the eyes. So Ibn Qayyim mentions a beautiful jewel. Person cries, his tears will be warm. And when out of sadness, and when he is happy, he cries, his tears will be? Will be cool. Subhanallah. The scholars of Islam. And they go further and says, وَجَعَلْنَا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ imama." And O oh Allah, make us leaders of the muttaqun. Now one of them is muttaqun. A God-fearing person is already on a high state. He's already on a high level with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now imagine they ask, make us the leaders of the most pious of this ummah. What do we and you and I gather from this? When we make dua, ask for the best. Let us not have mediocrity when we work in our workshops. When we give service, give the best service. Give service with a smile. When we work hard in our trick or our in universities, or we clean the street, or whatever, let's do that with pride. Make us the leaders of the most pious of this ummah. This is how Muslims should aspire. We want to be the best in our field. Whatever we do, when we do something small for a person, we dare to the best of our ability for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is sad when we go around and say, you know what, we do not find good service anymore. Amongst the Muslims, the best service should be found. The best service. وَجَعَلْنَا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ imama. And Allah, make us leaders of the most pious of this ummah. This is Ibadul Rahman, you and I would love to be amongst those. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us amongst those. Allah goes further and says, أُولَٰئِكَ يُجَزَوْنَ الْغُرْفَةَ بِمَا صَبَرُوا 
those are the one that will be rewarded with the highest place of paradise. Subhanallah. Why? Because of the patience that they have persevered in this dunya. And wallahi thumma wallahi thumma wallahi. In this world, we find difficulty sometimes to, be, to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hence Allah says, because of the patience that they have persevered in this dunya, to attain the Jannah, we will grant them the highest place in Jannah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all Jannah. And Jannah is a place that when a person listens for marshmallows for argument's sake, he will get it immediately. Why am I saying marshmallows? My son probably. Subhanallah. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that whatever you want in Jannah, Allah says, لَهُمْ مَا يَشَاءُونَ فِيهَا That whatever they desire in the paradise, they will get it. Yeah. I want us to move to another point, another verse. As the Ibadur Rahman, we worship Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala grants us all our desires. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has given us our health. Allah has given us wealth. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has even responded beyond our imagination at times. This is Allah. We worship Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. We put our heads down for Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Yet. Have we seen Allah? Have any one of you and I seen Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala want us to stop and picture this. The verse is, لِلَّذِينَ أَحْسَنُ الْحُسْنَى وَزِيَادَةً And those who do good deeds, they will get Jannah. Al-Husna, the highest paradise. Now the verse goes further and says, وَزِيَادَةً And extra, now I'm going to ask you, you and I, what can be better than Jannah itself? What more could you possibly think you in Jannah and you desire everything, you have everything you possibly want, you in Jannah, picture yourself in Jannah. All of us think you in Jannah. Everyone in Jannah will be completely different than the next person. Argument sake, this man loves flowers, he's going to have a Jannah of flowers. That Buddha loves chocolate, he's going to have chocolate. That Buddha, he loves Hurun'in, he's going to have Hurun'in. We must mention the Hurun'in, yes, that's my Buddhas. So everyone's Jannah will be different. So what more could you want? Subhanallah. Ziyada? Subhanallah. <coughs> Unfortunately, I have to pull a Sheikh Zafir with you today. <laughs> Next week. What, what could be more? The Hadith says, this ziyada, picture this. This ziyada. Should I continue? It's okay. No one's in a rush to get to work on your own will. So this ziyada, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, picture this, you're in Jannah. This ziyada is looking at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Picture that in your mind. The hadith says, إِذَا دَخَلَ أَهْلُ الْجَنَّةِ الْجَنَّةِ When the people of Jannah will be in Jannah. And the people of Jahannam, Allah say from Jannah, will be in Jannah, which means that reckon has already taken place. We are on our abodes. يَقُولُ اللَّهُ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will speak and will hear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. تُرِيدُونَ شَيْئًا أَزِيدُكُمْ Is there anything more that I can increase for you? What will our response be? أَلَمْ تُبَيِّدْ وُجُوهَنَا Ya Allah, did you not make our faces white when everyone else's faces was dark? Did you not cause our faces to be radiant and glow? 
وتدخلنا الجنة and we've already gone to the Jannah ya Allah وتنجنا من النار and you've saved us from the fire what more could you want what more could we want from you Allah the hadith says فيكشف الحجاب and then the veil between us and Allah will be removed and we'll be looking at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala picture this in your mind Looking at your creator that for so many years you cried to him, you went to him for problems, you suffered in this world, you went through sickness, you've had all these things, you made salah and at this very moment Allah said, would you not like to look at me? Allahu Akbar. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Many a times we say Allah. I love Allah, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. We say the word Allah, but have we ever internalized who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is? That you and I will be looking at Allah. The hadith explains beautifully. When you go outside, the 13th, the 14th, and the 15th of the month, there is something that you can do of the Islamic month. Go out when there is no clouds, no rain in sight, and look at the moon. Full moon so bright. This is how we'll be glancing at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. لِلَّذِينَ أَحْسَنُ الْحُسْنَ وَزِيَادَةِ Who of those who, those who have done well, they will have jannah وَزِيَادَةِ And they will have that extra, and that is looking at Allah. Now imagine, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant our parents jannah. You've lost your parents. We haven't seen your parents. And yeah, you get an opportunity. For so many years your parents passed away. And you look at your parents. Imagine the joy that you feel looking at your parents. Looking at your parents when they've left this world and you've seen them. You desire to see them, you long. That joy that you have while seeing your parents, how do you think the joy will be when you look at Allah? How do you think that excitement will be when we glance with our physical eyes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this will be the case every day we can go and visit Allah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant each one of us to look at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us the Jannah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to change our hearts. That for assurity this dunya is slowly coming to an end. It is time to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Jazakumullah khayran wa akhir da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.